0: At LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: I'm in this world and they made me a monster. All right. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I am not Alex Chester. I'm Akiva Wienaker. Chester had his kid's bris was today. He did send the Zoom link to the bris. I did not click on it because I, I, I didn't really care. I figured I'd figure it. it's not his first kid. If it was his first kid, it would be like an exciting thing. Maybe like couldn't have kids for a while. It was his fourth kid, fourth son. I didn't like I knew that I, I had a guess for the name because he'd given me a hint, but I also didn't really care. Uh, I don't know my nieces and nephews names. Like I'm not sure why I'm supposed to know Chester's fourth son's name. But uh, I, I do know the name now, I think. I don't know if he said it like in the groups and stuff. Yeah, he's taking the night off. He's a bum. Um, So I'm going to do some one-on-one episodes. And uh, I figured we'd have an old hand uh, with, a new I guess, a new team or a new city. So Adam Brooks, a fan of the Oakland, L.A., Oakland, now uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, uh, How how are you doing, Adam? This has been – when was the last time you were on the show? You know, you drafted the Raiders picks for us.
0: I drafted the Raiders picks last time. I was actually on the show, probably the season season preview last year, as I always do. Well, I don't know. I think last year we didn't have fans. I think it's been two years. I think last
1: has it been year, two years?
0: We were Whatever so burnt
1: was. out. We were so burnt out. We I think we just talked about all thirty-two teams by ourselves. But then midway through we were like, you know, I don't I don't have thirty-two minutes to talk about the Chargers, like thirty-two <laughs> minutes of content. So we squeezed two teams into thirty-two minutes. So we were really <laughs> pushing it. But I, I think the move is cause like to do a decent episode. Like, I did the Cardinals. I did, you know, maybe an hour and a half of research. They're very home exciting, home the
0: friends. Cardinals. You can talk to yeah, the Yeah, they are. But,
1: but uh, yeah, no, we had what to talk about. But still, to know what I was saying, I had to, like, really do a deep dive. But I, I could do no research and just invite a fan of the team on and hope the record works. That's sort of my plan right.
0: for tonight. That's, that should be the plan. Hopefully it records. I remember a couple of years ago, we had an issue with the recording. But we found it in the end.
1: But. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I, Chester and I have lost, I think, two records ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple pieces. Sometimes if, he, if we lose like 10 minutes, he'll imitate my voice in the middle of the episode. <laughs> and uh, But if it's like five to 10 minutes, and he'll really remember everything I say, which is kind of impressive. Like he'll he'll nail, I don't know if he nails the impression, but he nails like every word I, I said. Um, but one time we lost like two and a half hours, but it was our most boring episode. And we were able to recap it in like 20 minutes. Uh, and nothing was lost. So it was like if you're ever going to lose an episode then that was the one i'm trying, i think i've lost in a, on a different podcast i think i've lost an episode it's a bad feeling cuz you can you it's can't like a good podcast, feeling especially if it's like a comedy podcast you can't repeat yeah. jokes you know what i mean it's hard no so but um, if you lose
0: this i will happily re-talk about the Raiders it won't be as as authentic okay. as uh, what we have now but i'll re-record it with you
1: well, let's just do the – what if we just did the offense for 32 minutes now? And if it messes up, we'll just do the defense in the, on the second one. <laughs> it's
0: your podcast. I can talk well, about We could do them. a special teams one. <laughs> um, special teams are a little tougher, but we can uh, – whatever you want, I'm here for it. All right. So, uh,
1: like, let's start with the main thing, which is that they're in Vegas now. I don't I – th- we've sort of discussed the idea that they were going to move with you, I believe. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect your life at all, right? You're not – I mean, it's probably better, right? you probably my rather life go easier. to Vegas.
0: I get That's to go to Vegas. Two for I one. You're killing two birds. I get get, yeah, I get to go to a gorgeous new stadium. Hopefully, I actually was. I had a, a ticket booked for the opener, but mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, uh, COVID happened. So next year now. <laughs> did did they pay? Did they refund you for the ticket? No, I only bought a plane ticket. I did not buy the actual. Plane oh,
1: ticket. you didn't buy? Okay, fine. So you were confident you were going to get it. I'm sure it would have been pricey yeah. to get in. It
0: kept going up as they kept reducing fans. But yes, I was at one point. I was confident we would get tickets, but. So next year, so the real, so the reopening next year, as Mark Davis says, because there are no fans this year. So, Gr- uh, you know, growing up in New York
1: as a Raiders fan, do you have like a crew of Raiders fan friends? Because you know, I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan. I don't have any. I don't. Spurs fan I have.
0: I have, me, I have me myself and I. And so
1: it's, I it's like they win, and you're here, just but... like give yourself I five, and that's it. You move on with your day, or you cry. Well, I, places.
0: I mean, I would say my my family congratulates me on wins. They know how hard mm-hmm. I take it, so they, they yeah. come forward to me. Uh, I have friends who care about my well-being, and they, they come check them up on me when tough losses and stuff. So, yeah, I have uh, – well, not fans. They, I have people who appreciate my fandom. Chester's going to be mad. I'm supposed to keep track of,
1: like, uh, how many minutes in we are, but I'm not. I don't know when we started. <laughs> I so feel Chester like we're, like, three or four I'm, minutes in. <laughs> I'm either going to send him, like, 40 minutes of record, and he's going to have to edit it down to 32, or I'm going to send him yeah, 42 makes- minutes. Make Chester work. It's okay. We'll do extra. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, well, probably better do less than more, but yeah. Prefer, but we'll, we'll make Chester work harder. I, I agree. <laughs> um, so no effect on your life. No um, effect on my life. No. All right. So this is going to be year three for Gruden?
0: Year three of Gruden's rebirth. Of, yes. Of, Second round. Uh, for, round two. Yeah.
1: But three of ten. Three of ten. ten. So what are, your, what are your feelings right now? heading into 2020 is like how, how the Gruden, the $100 million Gruden experiment is going.
0: I think right now it's finally on the track he wants it to be. He stripped it down to the studs. They have, I think, four players left from pre-Gruden who are on the <laughs> team still. And now they've rebuilt it the right way. They're building it through the draft. And last year's draft class, I can argue, is the best draft class of any team in the NFL, if not top five. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they do it again this year with Mayock. So, if they stack draft classes on draft classes, that's how you build a team, and they're set up well with the cap, and they're set up well for the future. So, we have to see.
1: Um, yeah, no, you're more optimistic than I thought. I mean, what if this team? I mean, yeah, like realistically, uh, the Raiders have very long Super Bowl
0: odds, right? They're probably yeah. not Oh, this is this is not a Super Bowl year. year. They mm-hmm. have the, – the goal this year is to build on last year. Last year was seven wins. The goal this year with the extra playoff team in there is to fight for that last playoff spot. And hopefully if mm-hmm. things break right, they can make – the, they have the offensive pieces. And hopefully they now have a defense which can jump from the bottom, bottom half of the league to mediocre, which we haven't been in forever. So going from the 31st-ranked defense to just getting to 22, 21, and you can fight for a playoff spot in that race, and then build on that, and keep building. And if that's the case, it's a it's a great year. If the problem's going to be we play in the AFC West, stacked. We have to go against the Chiefs. We have to go against the Broncos, who are looking also rebuilding the right way, just like us. And we have to go against the Chargers, who have a stacked team, but will ultimately just be the Chargers and go eight and eight like they always do. So, mm-hmm. but it's. The few – it's very exciting offseason, I would say. with the move to Vegas, with the new offensive players that are on the team, with Carr in his third year, you know, make or break year really for Carr, as we keep saying every year apparently, but Gruden really likes Carr despite what – Third year of Gruden, but seventh year on the team. Seventh year on the team, but third year in the Gruden offensive system. So he's really comfortable in mm-hmm. the system. He's run, he ran offseason workouts without, you know, the, uh, the under-the-radar stuff that weren't, wasn't allowed to be done by the NFLPA. He did that in the offseason when, like, I think 25 guys were out there in Vegas. So Carr is really – he's had a different attitude also this offseason too. He's kind of, He's been more – I don't know if you saw the um, – one of the things he's – he's tired of being disrespected, which uh, is, he kind of deserves what they give him from the media. But it's a new attitude of he's not going to take this anymore and just laid back. It's more – he's more out there, I guess. More I'm going to do this and I'm going to hopefully attack more, which has been the big – thing off of him is uh, he's just checked down, checked down Charlie and just a game manager. But again, I always go back to that magical 2016 season where they didn't have as much talent as they have right now, and they, sh- they went to the playoffs. He got hurt, obviously, in the last game of the season, second to last game of the season, and destroyed everything. But he was an MVP candidate that year. And he actually looked like a guy who could take you and put a team on his back. So if he's even half of that, they're set up very well. And it should be a very fun team to watch this year. I will say that. They're not going to be boring.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Raiders are never boring. I do you think there's any chance – let's say they regress and they go from 7-9 to 5-11. and 11. Is Gruden yep. on the hot seat or no? No. Gruden's there for 10 years. Mark Davis. He's, had, he's there for 10 years. you think if he's he keeps there for 10 years,
0: 5-11, 6-10, they're not going fire I, him. I agree that – I do not, that, th- I do not th- think Mark to... Davis will fire him. I just wow. Don't. And – Wow. Again, I, he might retire. I don't think Gruden could take going 5-11 for five straight years. But right. I don't think Mark Davis would ever let him go and fire him. Oh, interesting. Listen, Listen takes I agree. It too long. They're,
1: they're essentially an expansion team this year from uh, they are. from like a media standpoint. Right?
0: Yeah. They I mean, the, media's wants the, the media wants to – all the media wants to do is bury Carr and say, oh, Mariota's coming in. Oh, we're, we're drafting a quarterback. Last three drafts, all I've had are hurriers. Carr's done. Carr's done. Carr's done. Carr's done. Gruden hates Carr. Bring in the next guy, and they're always wrong because they just want to make a story out of it. Carr is what he is, and this year is a big – last year was supposed to be the it year, but, of course, Hughes, who I won't name, uh, destroyed my season before it even started and ruined the entire – they built an entire offense around a player, and he decided to freeze his feet and go nuts over a helmet. Um, but – and so they had to revamp everything on the fly. And But this year – they have the pieces. They have a top five offensive line, if not the best offensive line in the game, if that line is healthy. And they added playmakers on the outside. They added Ruggs, who bring that speed element, which they've been missing for the last couple of years. They have Josh Jacobs, who's a top 10 running back in the league, if you saw last year. They added – they have Darren Waller, top five tight end in the league mm-hmm. from an offensive standpoint. They have the pieces on offense now to really get their average – like they averaged 19 points a game last year. If they don't average 24 points a game this year, something's wrong. And <laughs> that's, uh, that's on Gruden, uh, if not Carr. So it's really a very – it should be a very fun year for the Raiders to just see where they're at and see where this rebuild's gotten to.
1: No, it's a good point. There aren't a lot of weaknesses on the offensive line. The offensive line at worst is like a 10, 12, you know, ranked offensive line. It's definitely above average. Uh, there's, not, there's not really a hole, right? Uh, Miller. Hudson, you know, is, is, is more maybe the most underrated player in the NFL, Gabe Jackson. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's, you know, uh, there's really no weak spot on the O line. Uh, nope. Maybe there's no
0: superstar other than possibly Hudson. You're uh, You, oh, you said Brown, Waller. Trent Brown, I'd say, was, uh, yeah, is yeah, he's very a good. better attack right than Trent Brown. Um, yeah, Hudson Brown, I see the superstars on the line. But then, incognito yeah, later well, You're right. Waller was excellent.
1: Jacobs, Jacobs might become like a superstar this year for all we know. Yep. Uh, you know, rugs rugs looked incredible in, uh, you know, at, at least in, in uh, what's it called? Small doses in college, but really more um, preparing for the draft when he ran the 4-2-8. Four, 4 2 You know, I, I definitely liked, <laughs> I, I watch a lot of college football. I won't this year because there probably won't be any, but.
0: Oh, um, I like
1: I definitely like Lamb and Judy better. And even maybe a couple of second-round guys was like – Well, again, the
0: difference with that, heads. though, is is what Ruggs brings to this he's team. He's such a and Raider, again, though. The guy who's he's, like, all right, he's, he's a perfect fly. Raider. We'll Mark Davis said he's the guy I wanted all upon. But just going back to that Judy, again, I love the I love the draft more than anything else because obviously I'm a Raider fan. I don't have much to look forward to. So <laughs> the draft has always been my big thing. And going in, it was, okay, Judy, Lamb, or Ruggs, what do you want? That was always the big debate. And we actually had it – I think we talked about – I emailed you about it. actually drafted Ruggs because I was shocked that Judy and Lamb were gone already <laughs> in the draft, mm-hmm. in the pre-draft thing. In my personal opinion, I would have probably taken Lamb. Would have be, been my favorite. Judy didn't really fit the offensive system that we're running. Um, he's a great player. He's going to be great for the Broncos. I hated that they got him. Um, but we have, we have a spot player, Renfro. He's obviously not Judy. But to bring in Ruggs – who is that speed, outside speed guy who we haven't had in years and is the Raider Mystique and literally will open up the offense. We'll open up Waller. We'll open up Renfro underneath. Uh, we'll open up lanes for Josh Jacobs. That's really what we need. We needed that outside speed guy to take the top off the defense. And then to uh, compound on that, I really liked it even more after they got in their third round, Brian Edwards, who is that big-bodied receiver who some people actually had a low first-round Hot, mid-second round grade on, but got hurt and couldn't really uh, ramp up to the draft. And he becomes that possession guy. So now you have the speed guy in Ruggs, the possession guy in Edwards. And so you got that two-for-one where if you just just in Lamb, you really couldn't take Edwards because you have Lamb and Edwards the same. Obviously, Lamb will be a better player than Edwards. But I think the combination of an Edwards and Ruggs goes a little above just getting Lamb plus maybe a – I don't know, KJ Hamler or some, some other speed guy. There wasn't one of that great speed guy who had the same hands as Rux. hmm Yeah. Uh, you
1: know, to talk, go back to Carr for a second, I asked Chester uh, for any card takes, but I'm not sure he's going to get back to us right now. He's with, uh, <laughs> yeah, kid. Eight-day-old <laughs> baby. Yeah. Um, but I, the truth is, Carr, I think people would be surprised. So Carr's, you know, base numbers: 21 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. He completed 70% of his passes, which is bananas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, seventy and a half. and a half. Uh, you know his advanced numbers were pretty good. His average yards per attempt was a was a fantastic eight. Uh, mm-hmm. Net yards per attempt was 7.14, which is a really solid number. His NEA is is uh, 7.25, by far, far, far the best of his career. Uh, oh. A lot of his advanced numbers were pretty similar to 2018, and also I mean he threw for the same amount of yards. You know he also uh, to his credit has only missed two games in his career in six seasons, uh, one each in 16 and 17. Um there's definitely improvement and or you know do you think a, a lot of it is that they have been pandering towards his limited skill
0: set by being you know that, one no of- that's the Card does Card does not have a limited skill set. Car throws a great deep ball. He really does and hopefully I hope this year they actually see it. But look at the personnel he's had around him and also look at the Gruden offense. The Gruden offense is a pure West Coast offense, dink and dunk offense. Even going back to the 2000 uh 2000, 2001 teams when we were actually good again. It was all dink and dunk. And then they don't really take the shots downfield. And that's by design by Gruden. So Carr was playing within the system these last two years. And everyone wants to hamper him for it. That's also on Gruden too. Gruden's got to open up the playbook and let him go deep. And I think this year with the third – in the third year, being able to command the offense like he should be able to at this point, I think you'll see more deep shots. And also with the personnel he has, with the rugs now, with a Waller who can stretch a field, with a hopefully a healthy Tyrell Williams, he'll be able to go deeper and not just have to check down and think and dunk off the offense. So I think that, could also, that also has to be a factor in there. Because, again, he throws a very nice deep ball. Well, not many people know that, but he does. He has the arm strength. That's not the issue. He's been playing within the system. Gruden's hammered the first two years of this system, The first year, Gruden didn't want any turnovers. So that got into Carr's head. No turnovers. The, well, also the first down, year, they couldn't, protect, they couldn't protect him. And right? they He's couldn't protect him. He had no game. line. What it is. And then last mm-hmm. year, they built an offense around – I will not name his name because I still despise him. And he <laughs> he left. And then Tyrell Williams had plantar fasciitis after game three. So they had no receivers, if you <laughs> can look at that. They, they were throwing to scrap <laughs> that was on the uh, – they were bringing uh, – they bring in uh, Trey Davis coming from the uh, – Packers last year I can't remember his name they brought in Zay Jones late in like mm-hmm. week 10 they had no receivers until Renfro finally got up to date but again that's just a slot receiver who's just gonna do what he's gonna do so he had no one to throw the ball to and you're still gonna pander him that he's he doesn't have the talent he had the talent he was playing within the system now did he not make enough plays with his legs did he not take enough chances yeah you can argue against that like he'll never get over the the fourth and t- fourth and goal where he threw the ball away that's never he's never gonna get survived survive that he gets hammered for that all the time rightfully so um but at the same time he's i think this year is really a proving year for him he knows it he has the best talent around him that he's probably ever had and there are no more excuses for him so hopefully he'll show what he can actually be is he a top 10 quarterback no he's probably not a top 10 quarterback but is could he be a top 15 it could be. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of the weapons, right. Uh, I,
1: I think the, the trio of Rugs, Tyrell, and Renfro, if they stay on the field, that's an above average group for sure. You it know, is. Unless Rugs. is. Unless Ruggs is a disaster. Right, um, obviously. But, <laughs> but if, if <laughs> we're going to assume no. <laughs> if if <laughs> okay. Ruggs is even like, all right, he, you know, he is, he's trouble getting open, you know, in his rookie year, but like he makes a few game-breaking plays or something.
0: Exactly. And at worst, a, Ruggs you know, is going to take the top of the defense by just going, if he can just run the fly route, the go route, which I, he can run more than that. He's shown more than that in practice. But if he just runs the go route and takes the top of the defense to free up for Jacobs and Waller, he's we're already ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, I'm right. Not a lot of teams can put those five guys on the field, uh, you know, and, and maybe even sub out a, a Renfro and put in Edwards, like you said, if if he's really shining in practice. Uh, and it's, listen, rookie receivers in the best of times uh, yeah. often underwhelm. Although last year, you know, you had the A.J. Mm-hmm. Browns and the McLaurians who, who had really good right, years. Right, but A.J. Brown out
0: till t- t- the second half to get to. True, yeah. Yeah. But, but again, with out, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, without preseason, like these guys, this could be a red shirt for a lot of these guys, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially for the sure. pro- more project type guys. Uh, Lynn Bowden is also an interesting guy. He, you know, I, I don't know how many carries are available because Jacobs is a worker, of course. But right. He's, it's going to be he's, interesting you know, to do it. Well, they're very excited a, about it. He's also a very Raiders-ish player, and, you know, who
0: knows what position he really is. He's a in, very Gruden player. He's a joker. Yeah, that's true. You, know, you can line him up everywhere over the field. You can line up in the slot. You can line him up at quarterback. You can line him up. He's really going to – So, again, back to the Raider offense. If you look at the Raider offense numbers last year, they moved the ball very well between the 20s. Uh, I think they were seventh, ranked seventh. I think seventh overall in overall offensive efficiency. It was scoring in the red zone where they dropped off a cliff, and that is what truly killed them. But now with this, with the new pieces they've put in place of a Bowdoin, of a Rugs, of a, even a Jason Witten, just for the red zone piece of it, um, they should be more. They have. They should be a lot better in the red zone, and thus up their scoring and being a better spot.
1: Um, All right, how about this? Before we move to the defense, I want you to answer answer a question. Um, Obviously, Mahomes is going to be one, uh, unless you're insane. Um, But uh, (laughs) rank the quarterback situations of the AFC West, please. The
0: quarterback situations of the AFC West. Uh, It's Mahomes. I personally have to go with Carr just because i would be a homer, but I think Carr Mm -hmm. is number two. Um, Julak would have to be number three. I don't think he's as good as he looked at the end of last year, but I could easily be wrong. Uh, and then it would be Tyrod and Herbert, because again, just don't know what Herbert has yet. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: but listen, a lot of unknowns. I mean, the you know the a Broncos all the Chargers they're all could very, have star quarterbacks young. in Week Seven, for all
0: we know. Yeah, the Broncos could be fantastic. They had, like I said, the Broncos are very well lined up on offense. They have an offense to. I still question their offensive line. They just uh, their right tackle uh, just opted out for COVID, so that's going to hurt them a lot. And Drew Lock. He wouldn't impress me that much. I don't know if he impressed you guys. I think he was good. Well, I, I think – listen, but, I don't think you – know, I'm not
1: sure he's a star. Uh, their receiving situation is really good also this year. So very good. Might They're loaded at receiving. Look a little very envious of their receiving. They're loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No question about that. The AFC West is going to be I,
1: it, It's a tough division. Like you said, I think that, you know, whoever the second best team in the AFC West is, is going to be hugely thankful that, uh, especially with the South kind of looking like the South of old, like it's not so good anymore. Um, oh,
0: well about the AFC, what about your division? The AFC well, they, works, that's always bad. Looks, looks, and the AFC West plays the AFC East this year, so it should be really yes. great.
1: <laughs> yeah, both both Wests play the AFC East. Uh, and, uh, and and those are probably, you know, the best conference, possibly the best conference, certainly the best conference in the NFC, in my opinion, is the yeah. NFC West. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think probably Ravens, Steelers, Browns. If Burrow's even half decent, maybe I yep. take the Central over the West. But you know who knows that'll that'll play out. No, I still uh, so think I'll
0: take the NFC West over pretty
1: much anyway. Well, I, I mean, the Chiefs and the Ravens are basically a draw. I I saw I I just like I I'm crazy high on the Steelers compared to other people, but um I don't know if there's a team to me in the West that's as good as the Steelers and. Like, the base of oh, yeah, the Raiders oh, you're talking pretty about the, long. Oh, you're
0: talking about the AFC West. Okay, sorry. I thought, yeah, the said, North versus I, the West. No, sorry, like, NFC West, I was talking about.
1: Sorry. NFC West is the best division. Football. No, the NFC West is the best division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Then I pivoted That's right. Sorry. The yeah. yeah, no, yeah. No, because I can, the yeah, worst team so... in the NFC West is, like, the Rams. It, like, that's a really good division. Is it the Rams or is it the Cardinals? Who do you even know? I mean, the, yeah, it could be the Cardinals. <laughs> but either way, like, that that, those are stacked teams. Yes, they're very good teams. Like, league average teams probably at work. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So let's pivot to the events, but also you talked about the draft. Let's just go over that. Yep. Uh, you know, for people who aren't familiar, for a second, last year they had the sure. best draft. They had two picks because of the Khalil Mack, uh, right? Two first round, no, three first round picks because of the Khalil Mack. Three first round, round they, picks. How did they years get the other ago. one? How would they get the other first round pick, or was it both? Did, did Chicago? Oh, they traded the for Mark Mar-
0: Cooper. Mar- Cooper was
1: the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Amari Cooper. So right. So they picked. Um, yeah. They picked obviously Josh Jacobs. We discussed. They picked Cleveland Farrell, who looked. Would you say fine,
0: good? How how was Cleveland Farrell? So Cl- the thing with Clee was he was he was solid, but again he wasn't he wasn't as good as the fourth pick overall should have been. Right, but again, right. He tell had... me about it. You know, we picked Quinn in right there also, and he, <laughs>
1: he looks disastrous. So
0: no, but I'm saying, but he had, but, but Klee showed up this year, thirteen pounds heavier, and looks phenomenal right now. So mm-hmm. knock on wood, he should be a lot better. He also had he dealt, had to deal with uh, uh, what was it um. Food poisoning last year over in mm-hmm. London, so he lost 13 pounds. That hampered him, and they were moving him inside and outside between DT and uh, and the edge. So that also was a learning curve there. So he wasn't. So the sack numbers weren't, but he was stout against the run. And I think the sack numbers will come up this year, and the pressures will come up this year just because of how they're using him. Hopefully they'll use him more. They're still gonna move him around, but hopefully they'll use him more a little more on the edge, and just with the uh, the rotation we have this year. But he, they, he really they, did not get to the passer at all. No, not, definitely not as much as a number four picture. No.
1: Mm-hmm. But, we, um, but I'm
0: not giving up. I, don't, I wouldn't label him on the No, I
1: don't think you should give up on him either. Um, the yeah, yeah, the bad thing is if you hear reports like, "Oh, this guy is like, you know, out of shape" or he's not trying. Yeah, but I you and, haven't really yeah. heard that about him yet. I haven't heard that. Like I'm, I said, I'm so. a little nervous with Quinn and Williams because he got in legal trouble. So I, I'd be if I had to buy <laughs> stock in one, I'd buy Farrell. But you do have to yeah. like defensive linemen who have a bad rookie season. It's not over, mm-hmm. but
0: definitely have to. You know, there's a little. But flag that's the thing, he didn't have a bad rookie. Like he had had a bad. Sack numbers. He was still, like I said, but bad for fourth, the, for the fourth pick very, of the draft as well. But I'm bad saying. for the fourth pick of the draft. Yes.
1: Like Bosa comes out of finished product and, and you know it brings the team to the Super Bowl. Like you, you right, but I mean, did not do that.
0: You don't you don't get Nick Bosa. <laughs> oh, no, I, I understand. Now you guys <laughs> really, really didn't lose
1: a lot of you know, you lost Carl Joseph, probably your best safety. Uh definitely a lot of turnover in the secondary, but really didn't lose anybody anywhere. Didn't lose um, anybody. Only upgrades, And that's why I'm yeah. more hopeful this right. year. And, and this kind of – it's it's weird because you have, like you said, the draft picks this year and then the 19 guys. And then mm-hmm. after that, it is like a million veterans. It's, you know, the yep. Mariotas, the Jason. No, Witten, they're still no.
0: – they're they're, they're a very, very young – I think it's probably um, one of Kamara, the youngest teams in
1: the league. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, right, but it's weird because it's like – it's the Stars and Scrubs version of, like, guys who are either 21 or 36.
0: You no, know? they have some – they have middle ground too. Again, look at, the, look at who they said. Core Littleton. Yeah, uh, well right. so they sign they sign. They sign, sign the they middle of the road guys yeah. who are not yeah. over the hill. They're the backup players, like you just meant. They signed Malik Collins, who they're very high on right now, mm-hmm. uh, for the for the defensive tackle. They're very young across the board. The older players you're mentioning are really backups of depth. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That is true. They're not there. And that that's what you true. really want. You want the, the veterans to be able to push the young guys uh, there. So again, like I think Gruden Gruden the GM sucks. Mayock the GM has been very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as long as Gruden the coach is just there, not Gruden the GM, I think they'll be all right.
1: Yeah. So they drafted. You know, they of course they again had a million picks. They drafted a bunch of guys: Arnett and uh, White, I mm-hmm. don't think is supposed to start probably, and ta- and uh, Tanner Muse and and Ami yep. They drafted mm-hmm. a bunch of guys uh, who you know. I guess if they look good enough, spots are there because there are definitely starting spots to be to, you know, available if you're, you know, a stud player on this defense. and In particular, in the secondary. I think the secondary is probably yep. the weakest part of the whole team.
0: Yes, for sure. The secondary is totally in flux. Uh, they're very high on Trayvon Mullen, who was drafted last year in the second round, came on strong at the end of the year. So he's going to be the CB1, uh, again, young. And then the battle for the CB2 is between Amukamura, who was, I think, top five in coverage last year, actually, uh, by Pro Football Focus, uh, and Arnett, uh, who they – who it wouldn't be the worst thing if he has the red shirt behind uh, uh, Mukamura for a year or even the first half of the year. I'm fine with that. Uh, But if he beats him out, even better. Uh, And then you have the slot corner between Joyner, who was awful last year, uh, but hopefully can rebound. And Robertson, who's a lot of people think is the seal of the draft um, in the slot. So again, and then you're getting Jonathan Abram back, first round pick last year, uh, who got injured in the first game of the season, Mm -hmm. uh, who they're very high on also. And you brought in uh, Damaris Randall, who's had a couple of teams – with a couple of teams, but is a decent free safety. So, the secondary is very young, but also has a lot of potential. So, again, yeah, it could go bust. But the potential is there to at least have something better than what it's been. It's not the – off the uh, scrap heap that's usually been back there uh, that can't cover anything. So, uh, yeah, all
1: right. We we like to play a game. I don't know if you – have you ever played the the roster game before, Mm -hmm. Adam? I have played the roster game. Okay, fine. So we're going we're to randomize a, uh, the name of a player on the team, and you're going to tell me everything you know about him. It. it might be nothing. Don't be embarrassed if you don't know him. There's uh, – <laughs> you know, people – roster game re- rarely, you know, yields uh, fun facts, but uh, who knows this year. All right, pick a number between zero and 100. Uh, 11. Okay, 11. We're going to the defense. That's Arden Key. What do you
0: know about Arden Key? Ah, uh, my buddy Arden Key. Uh, so, Arden Key drafted out of the LSU a couple of years ago. Uh, third rounder. Always has the potential to be one of these half-passers who has great bends but can never put on weight. So, weight's always been a big factor with him, and he's never been able to wrap up. He's always – and he was always getting hurt. Uh, so, that's been the problem with Arden Key. There, he's right now slotted to be the fourth uh, defensive end right now. Um, but they're really hoping Rob Marinaro really can help him out and actually unlock that potential from him. Uh, but he's on the bubble this year. Uh, this is a make-or-break year for him. So he'd be a big That's Hard Knocks the,
1: guy if Hard Knocks was uh, – well, they, they do – oh, no. We they, had Hard they, Knocks last the, year. We yeah, it's it. the
0: Chargers and the Rams. Sorry.
1: it's not Chargers and the Rams. Uh, we were on Hard Knocks I actually last did years. not watch the – I'm a big Hard Knocks guy. I did not watch the first episode because I, I wasn't going to watch it live, and then I heard, like, such middling reviews. But, uh, nah, it was all the, right. The truth is, my, my take is the preseason games it, themselves are kind of dull unless there's, like, one really fascinating guy who's coming in the fourth quarter. Like, it's right. so much – it's such a big part of the show. You know, I want to – you know, I do want to hear more about the bubble guys and any interesting coach or player. And, and then, mm-hmm. of course, see the, the best part is seeing the cuts the last time. So, if you right. can't if you, if you can see the players, like, I, I don't think it's a big loss. But I think that's also why they picked two teams because it's a lot of – Yeah, content. no, I think the bigger um, loss is
0: the, inter, the inter-team scrimmages, which they used to have. Those are always the best. Yeah, that because is like true. That Not every team, team does them, but, yeah, those always bring up. Most of the teams are hard-roats us usually did it, though. And that's yeah, that's the true. The fights in between the teams, are always going to go off on that. Yeah, that's so, a good point. But I don't have that this year either.
1: All right, so I believe the win total has settled at 7.5 for the Raiders, right? Sounds about right. I think. So uh, uh, Derek Carr, fun fact, right, has never played a playoff game because he got hurt the year that they went 12-4. and four.
0: Yep, on the only sack Donald Penn gave up that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so who started the playoff game again? Uh, Connor Cook. Oh yeah, Connor backup. Cook.
1: Oh yeah, okay, mm-hmm. uh, we've
0: forgotten that because game. because our backup, our backup got hurt the week before.
1: By the way, you know what? I don't know if th- this might <laughs> yes. be too inside football, but for some people, but the um, ESPN announced their new um, oh, what's it called team today. Their their new but, uh, Monday, Monday Football, football team, team. Steve Levy. But then they yep. immediately announced, like, by the way, they're not doing the main. Uh, right, they're not doing game. the main game. They're, they're giving that to Herb <laughs> and, and like I they're giving know. that to the college footballer and Herb. I Street. didn't like, see that. Today. What a sh- what a what a great you know degree of confidence you're giving. Like imagine like you name like a rabbi. I this oh, some this will be lost well, on people. Like name a rabbi, like, the rabbi, the rabbi, the senior guy is like. But there's a better rabbi who's going to give like the big sermon on November.
0: right. We were these guys because that. they came in uh, because they got freed up from remember, yeah, like oh, we wish we could games. fire them, but like
1: <laughs> legal has told us that during a pandemic it would be a bad look to get rid of like five. I, I
0: doors think Louis Riddick is going to be fantastic. I'll say no, that. they'll be uh, fine.
1: That's I, I. think they're fine. It's just funny that they're like demoting them on night one, which it is, sure very is
0: funny. like it's <laughs> like
1: okay, well maybe they'll it'll be like low pro, lower profile. But I don't remember yeah. the guy who did the reports and was like went super viral, the sideline reporter. It was like two seasons ago. He's never Booger McFarlane and again. his Mobile? <laughs> no, not Booger. Like, I think he was doing, like, Spanish language reports also. Oh, that one just... of the
0: first game. Right, yeah. right, right. So, it's right, like – that
1: was, like, a 10-30 game. Like, could still, you <laughs> can still – That was time. <laughs> yes, you can still <laughs> I, flop I big time in that spot. Still, <laughs> yes, that's, you, you know, more people are going to watch that than anything that's been on TV the last three months. Like, that's if you mess correct. up there, uh, you know, it'll – be All right, so, very quickly, seven and a half. Does, yep. Do they go over? And then, second question, does Derek Carr play in his first postseason game?
0: Um – I'll play a homer roll. Yes and yes. I think they get that last seventh spot. And they get to nine, nine, nine wins get to grab that last seventh spot. So
1: they go nine and seven. Uh, and nine in the and division, we don't, I'm not going to go through the entire uh, division schedule, but wait, who are they beating division. and losing
0: in the division? They're going 0 2 against the Chiefs. They can't beat the Chiefs. Okay, fine. Uh, they're beating the Chargers twice, and they're probably going to split with the Broncos. Uh huh. So you're planning on
1: feasting on the AFC East, I'm assuming. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where, like, all right, you hope to that. And also, you guys play the NFC South, right? You play the Panthers and the Saints right. uh, to open the season. Your first two games are against. Are Which against I actually I like. I'm good with
0: the Panthers. Like, it's good the week one's the Panthers. <laughs>